relax and listen, where Josh likes to speak about some recent gaming news and entertainment. No expectations for the live-action Twisted Metal show. The only one I played from beginning to end was the reboot on the PS3. And to be honest, it didn't leave that big of an impression on me. Not to say it was bad, but it left a lot to be desired. Or I got my ass handed to Sweet Tooth in PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. I did dip my toes in black, but that was quite some time ago and I don't remember much of it. But, I enjoy card games that tend to have gimmicks besides just racing, i.e. Jack X. Now, I'm not a fan of having to pay for multiple streaming services in order to watch a single show. So to have a stream on Peacock, I wasn't a fan of, since it doesn't have anything that interests me besides the Mario movie. Also, some video game adaptations have been a mixed bag, you from the Halo TV show being so polarizing from the get-go, Resident Evil shows and movies doing something completely different that you wouldn't recognize it being an adaptation to an extent. Uncharted the movie, making me question the casting choices, to the Mario movie being phenomenal, Sonic 2 being corny fun while retaining elements that feel like Sonic. There's been some ups and downs for sure. And third, having to pay another streaming service just to watch a show, not knowing whether it'll be a home run or just something that doesn't resemble the thing it's based off of, as I described, just to give you an idea of my history with the franchise. When I first saw the Twisted Metal trailer premiere on one of Jeff Keighley's shows, it did crack me up a bit hearing Will Arnett voicing Sweet Tooth and the jokes he was making while giving John a beating held my attention for how absurd it was. Fast forward to now and color me shocked. The first five minutes of the show really captivated me with its car battles and the sheer absurdity of what was happening on screen. Without a doubt, I can say from start to finish, I was hooked. The premise, as you may have guessed, is a post-apocalyptic wasteland where many folks fend off for themselves. Think of it like Fallout if you ever played that, where there's different settlements people live at. Our character John Doe is a milkman whose whole livelihood is to deliver goods to specified locations while defending himself however he can. As in... Just another day at the office. ...type of mentality. One day, John comes across New San Francisco, where he meets Raven. Raven offers him a better life if he can accomplish this delivery she taxed him with to go across the U.S. to retrieve a secret package. Along the way, he meets unique individuals ranging from Quiet, a girl who doesn't speak 
much at first. Officer Stone, a cool-headed guy who has a way of words. Or Sweet Tooth, a maxed maniac who isn't afraid to let loose in front of a crowd, even if it means taking their life. Although, the show mainly focuses between John and Quiet's relationship. To be fair, how they develop all the characters wasn't bad at all. In fact, I was very interested in learning more about each one. I think the humor can be really goofy at times, more so over the top. Not cringeworthy per se, just expect a lot of bantering. So get ready for a lot of F-bombs. Because the show does not shy away from using it every chance it gets. And depending on how you view that kind of humor, could be good or bad. To me, the jokes do work for this type of setting and where it's based from. Much of the show tugs at your emotions in every direction, making the experience quite wild, to put it mildly. Which I think works. The real star is Sweet Tooth. Every time there was a scene of him, I grinned to see what he'd do on screen and say. I felt they really wrote him well, as I thought they would. The performance from both Will Arnett and Samoa Joe embodying the character nailed him to the teeth. I had fun watching him every second. Even got me to chuckle out loud sometimes. It's about what I expected from a deranged lunatic driving an ice cream truck. The actual car combat can range from awesome to why does the CGI look laughably terrible at times. The soundtrack honestly surprised me. I never expected myself to be listening to some of the end credits jam or some of the tracks that play during emotional scenes. Overall, I think the show is a good bad show. A lot of the twists and turns in each episode can throw you in a loop in an entertaining way. The relationship between Quiet and John is something that I didn't expect would work, but it did. The cast did a remarkable job. Even in interviews with some of the stars, they mentioned how they're a fan of the series, and I think they really respected the source material without ever really straying off of what makes Twisted Metal a chaotic fest. Check it out if you're interested. I don't know how to respond to this, but Charles Martinet is stepping down from voicing Mario and Co. sadly. We don't really know why, and it's heartbreaking for me to see it being the real deal. He's been the guy who's brought so much life into the characters I love ever since I picked up a controller. And the amount of joy, energy he always gives off in interviews is so awe-inspiring. I do wish him the best in his new position. It'll be so weird to hear someone else, not named Pratt, to voice him. The announcement in question was on Twitter on Nintendo's official account. It states, Charles Martinet has been the original voice of Mario in Nintendo games for a long time, as far back as Super Mario 64. Charles is now moving into the brand new role of Mario Ambassador. With this transition, he will be stepping back from recording character voices for our games, but he'll continue to travel the world, sharing the joy of Mario and interacting with you all. It has been an honor working with Charles to help bring Mario to life for so many years, and we want to thank and celebrate him. Please keep an eye out for a special video message from Shigeru Miyamoto and Charles himself, which we will post at a future date. Okay, I just wanted to bring this up really quick. Sony really wanted to go on the dark side, and it shows. So Sony has decided, or PlayStation if you want to call them that, they have decided to increase 
the PlayStation Plus subscription service for all tiers. Just to give you a clue of how much they're increasing the prices. So for the first tier, Essential, right now, currently is $60. PlayStation Extra, currently, is $100. And PlayStation Plus Premium is $120, right? Can you guess how much they increase the prices for each and every single tier? Don't worry, baby. I got you covered. First, Essential has received a $20 price increase. Now it's going to be $80 for the US. For PlayStation Plus Extra, now it's a $35 increase. Can you guess how much they increased the price package for premium? That's right, $40. I think I could say this safely without sounding like an asshole, but they're the assholes for doing this price increase for literally no reason. And for them to do this out of the blue without giving any indications about them even considering doing this price increase, it just comes out as scummy, anti-consumer. And Sony is really bad about that too. And it's no surprise that they've done something like this now, right? If Sony was bringing in more of the classic catalogs, a lot more of those older PS2, PlayStation games over to the live service element of the PlayStation Store, I wouldn't mind that. But the fact that none of that has even happened yet just screams like, just like scummy. Like they're just money whores at this point. There's no way they could convince the masses and even myself that this price increase is necessary. It's just a bad look. It's, it's so shitty and they could go fuck themselves with that. Their reasoning too, or their justification, their statement, is a load of bullshit. And I do not want to read it because it's going to anger me even more. No matter what they say, they're not going to convince me or anybody else that this is even okay. Do they think we all have money? Does anyone see the wages going up in their job? If the wages are going up, hey, I'll, I'll shut up. But that hasn't been the case, right? If Microsoft can listen to their audience complaining about Xbox almost, almost raising their prices for Xbox Gold, then Sony could do the same, if, if they're even considerate about their fan base. With that shit out of the way, here are my general thoughts as I watch the Gamescom opening night live hosted by Jeff Keighley, another stage crasher to begin opening night live. Good start. You'd figure they have security because of what happened at the Game Awards last year. But, I guess they haven't learned their lesson yet. I am experiencing stuttering issues during stream. That was awkward, Zack Snyder. And why are we talking about a movie? Crimson Desert looks interesting, but something about the camera work or combat just seems wonky. Particle effects look awesome. Now, Ice-T, anyone know the difference between Payday 2 from 3? I hope I'm not the only one. I get annoyed when Ubisoft always has these cinematic in-game trailers where they neglect to show actual gameplay, especially on one of their legacy franchise. Why didn't you guys bring this up during the pre-show? A pace killer. I'm liking the expressive models and costumes Tekken 8 is bringing. Should be called Modern Warfare 2, Part 2, 3? First COD to be the next sequel. Did he say Roach? Maybe they updated the graphics? This trilogy knows how to amp up the music from what I hear so far. 
seems very parallel for the original Modern Warfare 2. This time, you approach from the sea in secret. The atmosphere and lore of the Fallen has me interested. Sonic is about to kick ass once again, and I cannot wait to once again try the New Frontiers update in September. The first descended seems good, and no, not because the girl has cake. Yes, Roger Clark is actually Troy Baker. What did I just hear and witness? Ah, the usual E3 cringe. I didn't realize that this too is the Game Awards. I like Ben. Mortal Kombat is brutal. I like it. If I have to give this conference a rating, I will give it a C. You like poems? I like poems. Here's one I made based off of Doki Doki Literature Club. I wake up to wait and stay where the trees and leaves breathe. The cracks keep coming back. New and few are rarely viewed. I'm a mess, I confess. A road so deep that it repeats. Lost because I forgot a lot. Walking only, there's no talking. Noises that sprout, no doubt. Heaviness steps are good attempt to rest, but before it ends, can I make amends? After the break, what anticipated games can we look forward to in the month of September besides Starfield? Now, forgive me for not giving out the deets of any individual game, since September is going to be jam-packed with content to choose from. Without further ado, let's begin. First is Chance of Sonar, a puzzle adventure to release on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. The fifth, Monochrome Mobius: Rights and Wrongs Forgotten. The RPG is said to release only on PlayStation. The fifth. I don't promote mobile games, but Final Fantasy VII: Ever Crisis is coming out. The seventh. Huzzah! Warstride Challenges comes out the seventh for PlayStation 5, Series X, and PC. Anonymous Cold will join PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC. The eighth. Fae Farm about to round up all the animals come the eighth for PC and the Switch. Rest in peace to the basketball legend or the goat if you prefer, Kobe Bryant. NBA 2K24 will make its annual debut on all platforms the eighth. Mythforce out the twelfth. 
Super Bomberman R2 has all the bombs to ignite the 12th. Pokemon Scarlet, Violet, Hidden Treasure of Area Zero Part 1, the Teal Mask DLC, is out the 13th. Ad Infinitum, the 14th. Baiting Kaito's 1 and 2 HD Remaster, the 14th. The Crew Motorfest, the 14th. There's also a free 5-hour trial of the full game between the 14th through the 17th. Give it a go if you want to hit the road. Inspector Gadget Mad Time Party, the inspection to commence the 14th. Mortal Kombat 1, a fresh new start, I'll bet is set to... The 19th, 14th if you pre-ordered the premium edition. Mugen Soul Z, out the 14th. Samum Eterna, the 14th. NASCAR Arcade Rush, the 15th. Gloom Haven, the 18th. Payday 3 is going to pay extra hard toward the bank's income on the 18th and 21st. The Legend of Nayuta, Boundless Trials, is bound for the 19th. Lies of P. I believe I mentioned it before, but I did try out the demo when it was first out, and it is a Souls-like game with its combat, enemy designs, movement. It was fun for the short time I tried. Is out the 19th. One of my anticipated games for a while. The Persona-like dating sim, Eternites, which surprisingly I didn't know is coming out this month on the 21st. Rin, The Last Child, out the 21st. Avatar, The Last Airbender, Quest for Balance, surprisingly, another Avatar game that I didn't expect them to make anymore. Will Aang and Co. bring peace to all the nations? Find out the 22nd. Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, gets its DLC expansion the 26th. Harvest Moon, the Winds of Anthos, the 26th. Minikos Night Market, the 26th. Paleo Pines, the 26th. Train Sim World 4, the 26th. Disney Speedstorm is leaving as early access, the 28th. Infinity Strash, Dragon Quest The Adventure of Dai, the 28th. Overpass 2, the 28th. And finally, EA Sports FC 24, the 29th. And with that, that's the end of today's episode, folks. If you like what you heard, you know what to do. And like the curious cat you are, you can find me on YouTube called Just Relax. As you may imagine, I play games. And the one I'm currently playing right now is Persona 5 Royal. Right now, I'm just at school, doing my lessons, talking with my confidants, you know the jazz. I sometimes do stream on twitch.tv slash relax1, W-O-N, and my main culprit on the sticks, as of right now, I finished Devil May Cry 2 and 1, don't forget about that. Now I'm moving forward to Devil May Cry 3. If you want to come see me lose my mind, I stream at around 1 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. All the information will be in the description of this episode. And remember, just relax, keep doing your best, and I'll see you next time with more gaming news, entertainment, and other variety.